Ellie is coming in right now. Here he is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Starting a little late. Good morning, good morning. We live? We live. Wow. Okay. All right, Raboisai, we're slightly behind schedule, so we'll rush it over here. Dear Rabbi, I started learning Daf Yoimi in 1997. That's three cycles ago. During the last cycle, I was appointed to fill in. That's why he wrote from the Tefillin Magid. To fill in, okay? Tefillin. 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 What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That story. Not for now. Not appropriate for now. To fill in as a Magid Cheer. Raboisai. Have a seat. I'm trying to. Okay. When our rabbi was unavailable. I'm now learning Yerushalmi with my Chavruzi. You see, after three cycles, you're allowed to graduate to Yerushalmi. I listen to Yerushalmi on the treadmill at the gym every morning. Thanks for the company. I plan to be in Israel in May. My daughter will be graduate at the Chinyon Medical School. Mazel Tov. I will believe nether. Bring coffee, says Judo. Now we have plenty. We got it. Now we have the in with the factory himself. I'll believe nether. No, I'm just kidding. Bring that coffee. Yeshua's going to kill me. I will believe that to try to make it to one or more of Yeshurim, Hatzlacha, Rabbah, Benzion, Taub, Providence, Rhode Island. So we got from Rhode Island. Ah, what else do we have here today? Hmm, is that it for today? This is an old one. I have a pile of, of these emails that I didn't have a chance. This is a really old one. Shavuot Tov, Rabbi. Love Yeshurim, both on the full daf and the eight minute review. Chazaku Baruch. Hashem should give you kayak to continue your amazing work and inspire hundreds of thousands of listeners. Amen. That's what he says. He said Amen. I was listening to tonight's cheer and wanted to point out that the Sephardim pronounced the letters Bet and Vet. Guess what daft this is? Bet and Vet. We're talking about Kriyashma when the bays and the Vays. So, B'shoch Bechov, like those two words that have a, end with a bays and start with a bays. And I asked that the Bet and the Vet are two different. He says Sephardim do it the same way. And Mimela, I think I pointed it out then as well. They're both bet, so that's why they're both base, so there is a confusion. Hence, Eseb Bisadacha can share one letter bet if read quickly. Eseb Bisadacha. But for Ashkenazim, that's not a problem. Eseb Bisadacha. Hakanaf Petil remains a mystery because it's a fey and a pay. I sincerely love every minute of your shurim and hope Hashem benches you in all that you do. Your shakayach, that comes from Moi. All right. And one picture for today. This is our good friend, he's back finally, so, and today is a, a Stefanski theme, I think. Here's Jonathan and Elat. You could kind of make out that this is the shear. He's not really watching it, I don't think. <laughs> All right. It's about the picture. It's not about the daf, it's about the picture. All right. Rabbi Sadaf Mim Dalit Omid Aleph.
Here we go, a brand new Mishnah. Thanks for the... <laughs> I'm just thanking you for the water, but Baruch Hashem, there's nothing in it. Oh, oh somebody else drank it. Did you drink my water? No. It's fine, it's fine. Okay. Rabbi Sai, so last night, if you weren't here, was an amazing night. I see some of you guys, I see Menachem wasn't here. Baruch Hashem, you didn't come, we didn't have... How many people did we have here last night? I don't know. Over 90. No, it was... 92. Over a hundred people. Over hundred, he had to bring out ten. He set up ninety chairs and he brought another ten. Standing room only. And we had a guest appearance last night. We had a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> All right. So, so it was a big schos to have a Torah anytime guys here. Um, Shimon, I, don't, I remember his brother's name. Shimon and. Ruben, Shimon and Ruben, Ben Yaakov. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Ben Yaakov, now I just got it. The sons of Yaakov, Shimon and Ruben, amazing guys. Nine million hours of Torah last year. And I have to thank our friend David Feinberg for uh, setting us up. It's really, it started with Yosef Ben Zeb, who's a big uh, watcher, and he's on our group. But David Feinberg uh, cemented it. So Baruch Hashem, the good news is that we are going to be on Torah anytime. And it's a big schos because I found out that there's only about six other Magidi Shurim and Daf Yomi on Torah Anytime, so it's a big schos. And we're the only eight-minute Daf on Torah Anytime. So that'll be... <laughs> what? The only yeah, okay. I also, I, I want to ask uh, Michila from uh, our good friend, Shalom Strick. He came in from Chicago. I was in the middle of posing with him for a picture. He came in with his son from Yeshivat HaKodol. He also watches... Shalavim? I thought it was called... And he donated on the spot, he donated the two screens. Three. So that'll be very nice. And I was in the middle of taking a picture, and then somebody said, let's take a, a testimonial and a kitzer. So, Shalom, if you're watching, come back, we gotta take a picture. That being said, let's start the Mishnah. Zokti Mishnah. Hey, viu lefan of Maliach. Tchila, upasimai. If they brought salt, something really salty, and bread. So we learned the halach already of tafel and ikr. You eat, you make a bracha on the ikr. And the tuffle doesn't need a bracha. So over here it's the opposite. The Mishnah is basically telling us there is a case where you don't make a bracha on bread. Most of the time you make a bracha on bread and everything else, you don't have to make a bracha. Over here it's the opposite. You make the bracha on the other thing, on the maliach, on the salt, and you don't make a bracha on the bread. And the Gemara is going to explain how is that possible. You make a bracha on salt and you don't have to make a bracha on bread. Because in this particular case, the bread becomes secondary to the salt. So that's the cloud. You always make the bracha on the main thing and not on the secondary. Herring, we are going to discuss later. It could kill you. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. Says the Gemara, what kind of case is this that the salt is the main thing? There's something special called the fruit of Genoisa, which is from the Kinneret. We're right around the Kinneret. And the Peirois, as the Gemara is going to describe, extremely, extremely sweet. It can basically kill you from sweetness. So what do you do? In order to counteract the sweetness, you take salt. So now the salt becomes the ikr, to, 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 to actually the, the paris are the ikr, the salt is the tuffle, 
And Mamele, you don't make a bracha on the salt, but the salt has to come together with bread. So the bread is secondary to these peres genoisar. You eat these peres genoisar, they're amazing fruit. They don't exist anymore, obviously. They're so sweet that you need to eat bread with salt to counteract the sweetness. So the bread and salt is a tuffel to the peres genoisar. So you make a ha'etz on the peres, you don't make a bracha on the bread. Hmm? I'm sure it's right around the Kinneret. They say that even the Kinneret is called Kinneret because of these fruit, because it's, the fruit was so sweet, like a harp. Omar, Rabbi Barachano, in fact, they didn't have this fruit in Yerushalayim. The Gemara says elsewhere says that they didn't have pears in Yerushalayim, because, so people don't go to Ali Regal and say, wow, if we just came here for these pears in it was worth it. So they... They cut out Peres Gnoisar, because Baruch didn't put Peres Gnoisar in Yerushalayim. The only reason why you need it is to counteract the sweetness. We learned previously that if you were only eating the olive to counteract the... the exactly, know. so you don't make a bracha on the olive. You make a bracha on the tznoin and not on the olive. It fits right in. The olive comes to counteract the tznoin. And over here, it counteracts the... The bread counteracts the, the Gnoisar. So even though the olive was Shiva Saminim, in that case, you make a, a Hadama and not on the Shiva Saminim. Good example. Says the Gemara, So Rabbi Yechonon wanted to go eat these fruit, and he used to do this often, it seems like. If we were a hundred students, each student would take 10 of these fruit, total of 1,000. And if we're only 10 students, each one would bring 100 for a total of 1,000. Now don't forget, Rabbi Yechon was a huge person, very interesting uh, man. Everybody used to stand by the mikvah, look at his beauty, the, all these gemaras about Rabbi Yechon, just as, a, as some sort of a reference. Not sure, probably we're talking about Guzmois here. Each hundred would be three saw. So a total of 30 saw, which is a total of 4,320 eggs worth. Basically, like a giant washing machine box, not a refrigerator, because that's 40 saw, that's how we try to picture it. Giant. Washing machine bags full of eggs, full of fruit. This is what he would eat in one sitting. <laughs> and he swore that he didn't eat anything. As the Gemara Ziyuna, uh, he ate. He wasn't satiated from it. It was, it was for the sweet, it's for the sweetness, not for the mezainas. Right? A fly could walk on the ceiling, a fly could walk up a wall. But they would eat so much of this genoisar that if the fly hit his forehead, it would slide right off from the oil or for whatever. It couldn't stick to his, to his forehead. Rabbi I know you're asking, uh, but with such a gadol like Rabbi Vod, there shouldn't be a fly at all, right? Rabbi Ravasi would eat so many of these fruit that their hair would fall out. That's the pshat. Yeah, okay, I get it. Rishlakish would eat so much of it that he would become delirious, he would become shikr. So Rabbi Yechon had to call the police. So the cops had to take him home. 
so he shouldn't uh, have any drunk driving. And they would bring him home. So now the Gemara just goes in. Seemingly, I'm not gonna, I didn't see anywhere, but you come to your own conclusions. This is like a typical Agatha. Large numbers. We have to understand what's going on behind the story here, but the Gemara is trying to describe Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, there was a city that Yanai Amelech, Bahar Amelech, Shohoyim, took out 600,000 bowls of tuna. They had so many figs, that so many employees cutting down the figs, that they needed to take, they needed to feed them with 600,000 bowls of tuna. Huh? Yeah, Jonathan's looking at me, tuna. Because, right? <laughs> Wherever we go, what's your name? Your name is Stefanski. Ah, you related to Dagem Tuna? Every single time without, right, Jonathan? Ooh. <laughs> no, we did not have this planned out beforehand. <laughs> anyway, there was a time that uh, our relative, he, uh, he made a big ASIC. He uh, bought a whole container of tuna, and he bought it like for like a dollar a can. So he decided that he's going he's gonna to sell the whole container. He's going to make money. So he sold it to a... To a guy, he sold it to a guy for 105. 105. $1.05 for Dagum Tuna is a crazy deal. So he bought the whole container. And that guy, this is a from guy, sold it to another guy for 110. <laughs> the kids are, it finally got to 185. And the guy said, wait a minute, for 185, I got to see what's, what's going on here. So he popped open the can and it was spoiled. So he said, what's, what's going on here? He says, you're not supposed to smell it. Not, this is for selling. This is just for schayra. This is not real tuna that we eat. Anyways, that's the Stefanski tuna. This is not going to make it to the, to the Torah anytime snippets. He said he's going to, said he's going to, I don't, it's going to be a problem for him to, if he goes through our shirim. <laughs> Nachman said there's no story. There aren't any stories that he could actually write in his books. Last night there was a good few one, a good few good stories. <laughs> you weren't here, no. He was going crazy. He was kicking under the table. What's going on? Not that. Zakti Gemara. Fine. He also Robin Omar. Elon Echad Hoyala Liani Amelch Bar Amelch. He actually had a tree Yanai. In Eretzisrol. So you read him in our boyim saw goizolois. What's our boyim saw? The size of a mikvah. So you have to picture what's a, a kosher mikvah? The size of a refrigerator box. Uh, basically, approximately. That's how many young chicklings he was able to get three times a month. So three boxes like that a month. That's how big this tree. If you go next to Nachman Seltzer's house right over here, there's a tree like that. That has like thousands of birds, right? Every month. Next to Rosedale. No, there's a few of them. Next to Chaim's house, there's a few of these crazy trees. But they don't have pigeons. Three times a month. He also reads the Gemara. Irachas hoyse beretz Yisrael v'gufne shema. I literally, Rabbi, I couldn't sleep last night because I, I put out that eight-minute daf thing and I did it. It was a big mistake. I learned my lesson. I, I forced it out, even though I wasn't 100% ready. And as I was learning the Gemara this morning, I realized I made way too many mistakes on that thing. I have to redo it. So I'll, for next time, don't push it out. Learn it well. Here's one of them. I can. I, I, was, I was going crazy. So 
There were 80 siblings that married 80 siblings. Koyhanim, brothers that married Koyhanim, sisters. But they're Koyhanim. What's the Maila? So the Marshah says that a Koyhanis, you're, you're, you're smiling because he did the editing. I said, I said twins. It's not, where does it say twins? I decided it's twins. It's, I, don't, I didn't say anywhere it says twins. Zuga, I also thought it's twins, but it's not. I don't think it's twins. Just says brothers Arash. What do you see? I don't. Anyway, all right. So I'll write that mistake number one is not a real mistake. So it's time. Pairs of brothers and sisters, but not the not the not the not the not twins necessarily. It's okay. It's not a bad mistake. Fine. Anyways, it's just the beginning. Okay. There's four of these, at least. Go watch the video, see if you can find it. It was just to test the Eilam, if they're paying attention. Really? Rav Schoenberg, Rav Schoenberg is a Kayan. His grandparents were married to two Koyhanes. Now, what's the point of marrying Koyhanes? Because a Koyhanes, said the Marshal says, is, must marry a Tamad Chacham. Otherwise, her marriage won't be a very good marriage. He brings a Gemara. So therefore... They try to stick together, Koyhanim to Koyhanois. So there's 80 peers in the, in the place called Gufne, and he, and he says, Gufne is Molashen, Inve HaGefen, Inve HaGefen. Shmonim Zukois Achim Koyhanim, Nesum, Shmonim Zukois Achayos Koyhanois. Ubatku Rabbonim Misur Vanar Da. And they check to see if there's anything similar, like Ashkechu, and they couldn't find such a case, like uh, Rabbi Schomburg's case. Mbar Mibnasei Derav Chizda, besides the doors of Chizda. They were married to two brothers. Yet they got they, they were Kohanois and they married Tamid Chachamim. The sons of Barchama were not Kohanim. They were brothers, but not Kohanim. So it was very rare to have one case. We didn't have one case. And in Gufni we had 80 cases like that. You must have salt in the meal in order for it to be called a meal. What's going on here with the corn blues today? Uh, so they discuss Rabbi Yudah Chassid. And some people say Rabbi Yudah Chassid is only for his own family. He saw Baruch HaKadosh, v'chulu What's the problem with Rabbi Yudah Chassid in this case? Two brothers should not marry two sisters? Okay. a lot of people do that. The Stefanskis did it, right? At least twice. The Your? My grandmother yeah. married uh, Elie from Stefanski. Uh, oh, that's within the Stefanski. Yeah. Oh, no, no, another. Two, two brothers married two sisters. Two sisters. That's in your side. Yeah. Your, there's other, I think there's somebody else also. My son Benji. <coughs> Benji and his brother married two sisters. Benji and his brother married two sisters, okay? By the way, Benji is one of the founders of the Shir. He's never stepped foot in here, even once, but he's one of the founders. We're going to have to bring him in soon. Any meal that doesn't have soup is not a suda. This is why a lot of people, in the hottest days of the summer, they serve you a boiling bowl of soup because of this Gemara. If you don't have soup, it's not a suda. Says the Mishnah. What bracha do you make on... The Shivas Haminim. You eat grapes. 
figs and pomegranates, mevarach achreim, shalish brachos. You make a birkas hamazon, divrei ribbing amlil. Mar is going to explain. This is what we do. Bracha achas main shalish. Ala michyo. Rebakiva oimer, afilo achas shalik vumizoinoi. If you eat, if you eat cooked vegetables, but that's what you're eating for mizoinois to sustain you, mevarach olav shalish brachos, you would make a birkas hamazon according to Rebakiva. Who we typically paskin like, but in this case, Chachamim are against him and did the rave, so we paskin like Chachamim. Here's mistake number two, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. If a person drinks water because he's thirsty, What's Rabbitarfin say, Rabbi Isai? That's the shtus that I said, so erase that. What did you say? He says the bracha, I'm not going to say what I said. What, what's the pshat? The bracha Rishayna says Reb Tarifan is Boire Nefashis. My time at the Ringam Liel. My time at the Ringam Liel. Here goes. So Ringam Liel says this is the pshat in the Pasuk. You have three psukim in a row. Dvorim Parak Ches. You have Pasuk Ches, Tes, and Yud. The first Pasuk is what we're familiar with the Shivas Haminim, Eretz Chitu, Soira. Shivas Haminim. The, the third pasuk is Vachata Vesavata Virachta, the Chiva Birkus Hamazin. Says Ringam Liel, the Chiva Birkus Hamazin goes on Shivas Aminim. Say Chachamim, you forgot about the red pasuk. The red pasuk makes a hefsek and tells us that they're not connected. Says Ringam Liel, no. I, I noticed that there's a pasuk in between here. That's only to tell you that you make a, a Birkus Hamazin on whatever the derch is to eat. But if you're going to chew wheat, that's not the derech. You don't make a birkas hamazon on chewing wheat. We make a birkas hamazon on eating fruit, even though they're raw, because that's the derech. Let's see it inside. My time at the Rimgam Liel. This, this actually reminds me of Avi's poke on Hanukkah, because the Gemara basically brings it, but it's, it's in your... It, you can see it. V'chsiv, Eretz chitu soira. Uchsiv, Eretz ha-shalabi meskinu s'tocha ba-lechem. Uchsiv, v'chadav s'vod v'rachlis ha-shamelikecha. Rabbanon, Eretz, Hifzik, Inyan. This middle Pasuk is a Hifzik. What does he do? He has to admit that there's a Pasuk test over here. Again, the, the, the Chi of a Birkas HaMazen is for Achilo Kedarkoi. So if you eat a pomegranate the way it is without cooking it, you have to make a Birkas HaMazen according to Rim Gamliel. How do I know that? From this Pasuk. But if you eat, if you chew a piece of wheat, what bracha do you make on a piece of wheat that you're chewing? Or adama. On that you don't make a, a birkas hamazon. Why? Because that's not the derech. The derech is to make bread. Anything from the five grains, spelt, barley, wheat, this is what we do today. We make a mezoinus, and then you make a brocha chroina. What's me'en chaloish? Me'en chaloish. It's a shorter version of Birkis Hamazon. Of the three brachas of Birkis Hamazon. And what about the seven fruits mentioned in the Pasuk? So basically, he's passing like Chachamim in the Mishnah. What does it sound like? So he tells him. Now, 
you'll notice as we're reading it that it's not exactly like we say today. It's almost, it's 90% there, but not 100%. Apeir dates, what does he say on fruit? Alo eats, Valprio eats, Valtnuvas asoda, the produce of the field. Valeretz, Chemdo, on the desirable land, Toiva Uruchava, spacious. Shinchatulaviseinu lechamipriya, gave Yerusha to our forefathers to eat from its fruit. Vilizboya mituva, and to be satiated from its good fruit. Now, we skipped two parts of it, but that in it, it has the first bracha of Birkis HaMazen, Valeritz Chemda is the second part of Birkis HaMazen. Racham Hashem, now we're talking about the third. Racham Hashem, Lekeno Yisrael HaMecha, Vayushalayim Yirecha, right? That's Bon Yushalayim. Vamigdoshecha, now, if you notice, this is not in benching. There's a few things that are not in benching, and this is one of them. But it's a me'ain chalish. We're taking this out of benching. So what is it doing here? Anybody have a shot? Where does it say in benching anything about a mizbeach? Okay, but it's mentioned in benching. How come, Shulchan, we, we eat a whole meal by the... But the salt, you have it a regular benching also, you have salt. You eat bread with salt, and you don't bench it in a mizbeach. Says the Briskurov, because this is unique to Perois, of Shivas Haminim. And Shivas Haminim is Bikurim on the mizbeach. And Birks HaMazin is a general bracha. It does, it's not specific for fruit, for Shivas Haminim. Lechem? But it's, it's a general thing, that's what he's saying. It's not specific to bread. You're eating a whole meal, that's what he's saying. There's this minachas you're saying, not lachem for mizanim zveach, a mincha. Okay. V'sivne Yerushalayim ikotchecho. This is this is about Yerushalayim. Ikotchecho b'mehera b'yomenu. V'aleinu secho v'samchenu ba. You should bring us to Eretz Yisrael. V'samchenu ba. Should make us happy. I believe this is also not in benching. Is there something about Simchan Eretzrol? I don't know. This is already the fourth bracha that we say in benching. So it's interesting. It's called Me'in Chalaj, but it's really Me'in Arba. You ever notice that? It's called Me'in Chalaj, but we actually mention even the fourth bracha. Why? Because in the, right, the fourth one is the Rabbanon, he said. That's a good Teretz. We're just mentioning the three main brachas in the Torah, and the fourth one happens to be the Rabbanon, but we're mentioning that as well. The what do you say when you eat from the five grains? And he ends off, So, if a person eats Shivas Haminim and Mizoinois, he should say both, right? Now, a lot of times it happens, and here's a big Chiddush, at least for me. A lot of times it happens, you eat fruit, and you eat mezoinus, and you start ala michya, or you say ala, ala or you start as if you're eating mezoinus, let's say. Ala michya bakal and you're halfway through, and you say, oi, but I ate a pomegranate. So what do you do? You just finish off ala peyr, you also ate a pomegranate, you're supposed to start off both. Michya and peyrois, talk about both of them in the beginning of the bracha, but you didn't. You start off talking about ala michya, 
and the middle you remembered. So you, should you just finish off with Paris or not? What do you do? What? That's to no. That's what you think. That's not halacha. Finish. Very good. So Noam says you finish the bracha and say another bracha on, on the Paris. A whole new alamichia. Big chiddush. That's Allah. I'm telling you Allah. You don't go. Ah, something else. Yeah, no. Um, maybe, yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt to mention it. You wouldn't start a new bracha for it, but probably mention it. I hear. It's a good kasha. Yeah, you don't go back to the beginning of the Yeah, what he's asking, he's asking, why do you say I'm Mizbachacha in Mizaynas? That's kind of maybe what the Ta'at Chaim was asking before. Right. If Mizbachacha is unique to Peiros, but since it was instituted already with the Peiros in mind for Shivas Haminim, and now we're just using that same Nusach for that, maybe that's the Pshat. Okay. Rabbi, so what happens if you're eating Stam? Once we're finishing, uh, we have to go? What time is it? So real quickly, a person is eating a piece of pizza. He thought that he's eating, because everybody agrees, less mandapalik, besides maybe Chaim, that if you're eating a mezainus, and you have a mind to eat a full suda, you have to make hamoitzi on any mezainus. Chocolate cake, barakas, whatever. Everybody agrees to that. So what if you decide you're not going to eat? You're eating one slice of pizza. One slice of pizza is probably not a full meal. So eat a slice of pizza. And then when you had one, you said, you know, this, this stuff is really good. Let me have a second slice of pizza. So what do you do? You have to wash right there? No, you don't have to wash because only, he's only eating Paksim Kashir. So you don't wash in that. That's Paksim Kishir. So the answer is you don't wash. But you do wash if you have a mind to eat two more slices. If you're going to eat whatever the shear is. Let's say the shear is two slices, and you had one slice, and now you decided to make a whole suit out of it with two more additional slices, then you wash on the spot and make. But if you're just going to finish up the shear, adding one more slice to make it a shear, then you don't. Says the Gemara, so you have to what? Yeah, you have to bend. Just to mention, the not all pizzas in length, by the way. Even for one slice, you're saying? Meshulashim, he says, is a moitzi even for one slice. Amazing. America, everything, it's all Muslim, okay, let's go by it. We gotta go. We're only 50 minutes. Zogdi Yomara. Mikhtem b'may chosim. Rabbi Yisai. How do you finish this off? What's the problem? The problem is, we're mentioning Allah Oretz. We're mentioning Allah Oretz. Let's, let's move after this. We only have like 50 minutes less. We're mentioning Allah Oretz of Allah Michio. You're mentioning two things. Is that a problem? Because the Gemara always talks about a problem on Rish Chodesh, Mikadish Yisrael, Virashi Chadashim. Are you allowed to finish off with two separate things? Says the Gemara. Mikhtab b'may chasim. How do you finish it off? Kiyosar Avdim Omar, Rebbe Chasim, Rish Chodesh, Baruch Mikadish Yisrael, Virashi Chadashim. So just like over there, it's not a problem by us, in Alamich, it's also not a problem. Okay, Mike. You do say two things. So listen to the Lashon here. And if you look in the bench, it has two ways of saying it. Depending where you are in Israel and Chutzlar. So Gemara starts off saying, In other words, on the land, which land? Of Eretz Yisrael. And the, and the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. Okay. On, on our land, on Eretz Yisrael. And just fruit. Rav Chisda, who was in Babel, he says, Val Seha and the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. And us, in, in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael, we say Val Peres. Maskev, Lord of Nachum Bar Yitzchok, Inu Achlev Anam Mevarchin. 
They're going to eat peyros, and we're going to make a bracha for them. We're, we're talking about, we're in Bavel, and we're saying the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. We didn't eat the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. We ate the fruit of Bavel. So why are we making a bracha for the people in Eretz Yisrael? El When you're in Bavel, you say, Allah peyros. We're making a bracha, Allah Eretz, the land of Eretz Yisrael. And our fruit over here. Rav Chiz Omar, Allah Eretz, Vala peyros. Rav Yochan Omar, Allah Eretz, Vala peyros. So, but if you say Ala Aretz, Val Seha, it's it's like one thing almost. The land with its fruit, the fruit of its land. It's one thing. It's not two separate brachas unless you are in Bavel and you're saying Ala Aretz slash our fruit, which are not the same thing. Who's Rabbeinu? Rav. Kufro. What's the burn of what's the bracha on an egg and meat? This will come to a big shock, this sugya. Ava Yarko, Loi. So Rabbi Zubaravdimi, here's the chart. Believe it or not, there are a few sheetas here that say that if you eat vegetables and water, there's no bracha chrein at all, not even a burn of fashis. Not like we said in the beginning of the sugya, Veloi Klum means burn of fashis. Over here, Veloi Klum means zero. You drink water, you eat a, a, a tomato. You don't make a bracha chroina. That's Rabbi Yitzchak Maravdimi, nothing. Rabbi Yitzchak says, one name, Rabbi Yitzchak says, you do make a bracha chroina on vegetables, not on water. And Rabbi Papa says, like what we do today, you make a bracha chroina on everything. So the Gemara, Rabbi Yitzchak Omar, Afilu Yarko, Avamaya Loi. Rabbi Papa Omar, Afilu Maya, you make a bracha chroina, burn the fashions, even on water. Marzutra has one name. It's, his father's name is not mentioned. He did like Rabbi Yitzchok Baravdimi, like the person that has two names. Rav Shimi Barashi, Ovid Kerb Yitzchok. And Rav Shimi Barashi, two-name person, did it like the one-name person Rabbi Yitzchok. Vesi Monach, Chad Ketrei, Utrei Kechad. Omer Rav Ashi, Ano Zimno, Dechimit Karno, Avidno Kikulu. This I find incredible. Rav Ashi says, when I remembered, I don't know what that means. He's Rav Ashi. When he remembered, he made a bracha, Achroino, even on water and on vegetables. In other words, sometimes he didn't remember. I don't understand 100%. Not. Kol shetom brocha lachrov, tom brocha lefonov. Rabbi said, we learned this in Nida. The good news is, whoever was with us in Nida, we just learned it. If you just joined us now, you have to wait seven and a half years to get there. V'yesh shetom brocha lefonov, I'm not trying to depress anybody, but uh, that's... Yeah. But once in a while, we mention things from Nida. And it says that there are things. Shetom brocha lefonov, ve'ein tom brocha lachrov. What is this thing that you make a bracha beforehand and you don't make a bracha afterwards? According to our Papa, vegetables and water, you do make a bracha achroina. So what is it? According to our Papa, what is it? We need to know according to our Papa. That's all we're trying to find out. comes to exclude vegetables, says Rashi, and certainly water. Of course you have to make a bracha achroina. Uh, I'm sorry, you don't make a bracha achroina water because he says you don't make a bracha, right? says it comes to exclude vegetables, that not. And of course water, that not. If you don't make a bracha chorin on a vegetable, you don't make a bracha chorin on water. Rabbi Yitzchak Lafukimayim. Rabbi Yitzchak only says one thing, just water, not. He says he make a bracha chorin on every single object. You don't make a bracha, you put on the tzitzis, you don't make a bracha chorin. According to Eretz Yisrael, that you make a bracha when you remove your tefillin. Yeah, okay. Whoever learned Nida recently might remember this. What about tzitzis? <coughs> Not like in the eight minute daf. 
Since it's also, you don't make a bracha achreina. <coughs> Even in Eretz only tefillin. Why the Gemara doesn't say, okay, it comes to exclude all the mitzvahs in the world besides tefillin. Taisa discusses that. It seems like in, in, in Nida, Taisa says, because I want to give a whole category, a full category, and since one thing is not complete, tefillin, so I'm going to go to the category of reyach. There is no bracha achreina on reyach. Omer Rebbe Yanai. Omer Rebbe, koshu What's the healthiest food in the world? Beitza toivei meno. If you eat an egg, beitza toivei meno. The egg, egg is the best food, it's the healthiest food. A lightly roasted egg is better mishito kiyose sulta. From six, kiyose is, is a measurement. In other words, 36 eggs worth, three dozen eggs worth of flour. It's better than, one egg is worth 36 Dozen flour. Yes, six. But matvisa, if it's fully roasted, it's only me'arba. It's better than four. In other words, two dozen eggs of flour. If it's completely cooked, the egg is the best of the best. Besides, meat of the same size is just as good, or maybe better, just as good, I would think. Fine. And Memela, that's what Rabbiani started off, that he said, Koshu Beitza, meaning a fully cooked egg is better than everything else. Where's the clock? I don't see what time it is. Bechlal. What? Okay. It's all I got there. Now, how could Rabbi Kiva say you make a bigger samazan on cooked vegetables? Does it give you sustenance? Or Rashi, you're right, it doesn't. We're talking about one particular food. We're talking about the stalk of cabbage. That gives sustenance. It's really good for teeth whitening. But it's really bad on your intestines. And leek is really bad for your teeth, but it's really good for your intestines. So how do you achieve both? If you want to have clean teeth, you have, want to have white teeth, but you don't want it to destroy your stomach. The Gemara is going to discuss. If you eat fr- uh, fresh, raw vegetables, it will change the color of your face. And if you eat a, an animal, a full-size animal, let's say a small little cow, it will make you stop growing. Anything that's a full, li- used to be live, like a small sardine, the Gemara says. You eat the full thing, it Revitalizes your body. Meshav is anefesh. V'chokar of anefesh. If you eat something that's close to where the neshama is, meshav is anefesh. Like the throat. That's where you breathe from. Kruv l'mazoin. Cabbages for sustenance. Utradim l'refua. And turnips are for medicine. Oiloi l'abayis. Hashem yirachim on the stomach. Sha'alef is a veris It's a terrible thing if you have to eat a turnip. Omar mar. T'chol yofel shinayim v'koshol v'nei mayim. The spleen is good for your teeth. How are you going to eat a spleen and not destroy your stomach? So just chew it. So it has the benefits for the teeth. And throw it out, spit it out. Creation leaks. How are you going to get it into your stomach without it going through your teeth and destroying your teeth? So cook it up. And then you'll be able to swallow without touching your teeth. A raw vegetable makes you change colors. We're only talking about the first meal after bloodletting. If you eat raw vegetables, 
four hours into the day, also do not talk to this guy. My time is terrible, bad breath. But Rashi explains, because you're so hungry and you didn't eat breakfast yet, so that odor will go into you and, and hurt you. You're not allowed to eat raw vegetables. So is it bad for the person talking to you? Is it bad for the person eating? They brought in front of them the raw vegetables. They ate it. How come you're not eating? Because you're mocked on, on what they said, that if you eat, you, nobody's allowed to talk to you. Look, you're talking to us. So you see, you're not mocked on. There's two Rabbi the problem is that I not, I'm not worried about you talking to me. I'm worried about myself. I'm not allowed to eat it, so therefore I didn't eat it. Called If you eat a small animal, it'll make you uh, shrink. Or won't allow you to grow. Even if it's a really fat, juicy goat that costs a lot of money, it's still unhealthy. Let's be river. It means that it has less than 25% of its natural growth. So let's say a goat grows to be four feet, and it's less than a foot long, then you're not allowed to eat it. less than But if it has more than 25%, it's not a problem. Even small little herrings. What does that mean? From the throat. You eat from the throat, it's good for you. Robert told his shamish. His servant, when you buy meat, we once had a story where the guy jumped in line or whatever. Okay, fine. I want the meat that's closest to the Shechita place. Well, they made a brach on it. That has something to do with what we said the other day with the, the bread of the, of the Erov and the Chulu. What does that mean? in What? Cabbage is good for sustenance but doesn't heal? In the list of the six things that heal, one of them is cabbage. How come, how come you're telling me that it's only good for sustenance but not for refuah? Hold on. Cabbage, utradim, beets, these are all good for healing. Umeisisin means mint water. Vikeva and Vash is taken out. Vikeva Ma. Veheres is a womb. Vyoseris is a diaphragm. Vyoseris is a diaphragm. Elaima Kruv Aflamazin. See, you're right. Kruv has two things. It's good for medicine and it gives you sustenance. So is a turnip good for you or not? It seems like Rubba loved turnips. Don't ask me even. How am I going to eat it? Just buy from me, I'm going to eat turnips. If you don't, what's the word? It's so sharp. If you don't knock down the sharpness with meat, then it's very dangerous. Rabbi was talking about he's going to cook it up with meat. He's going to eat it with meat. You have to drink it with wine. So that's what Rabbi was doing, with wine. What does eitzim mean? Without cooking it. Remember what the sound of cooking turnips is? <laughs> All right, Gvaldik. Ah. So here, this is the same Gemara, like we said over there. You should cook it up over here also. Beets, beets, beets. No, it says turnip. Beets, right? Beets. 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 
Look it up. We break down the flavor with meat and wine. Atun. Right? There's a famous... No, but we do it with wine. You guys that drink a lot of beer, you don't believe in the whole wine thing. You don't have a lot of wine. How do you break it down? With wood. Like the wife of her papa, she would cook it up once, and then she would put it into betamnim upe parsiyasa in eighty large logs. Should we stop here? Little herring will kill you sometimes. Beshiva, if you eat it seven days after you put in the salt, you salted it. Beshiva, seventeen days after you salted it, ubatzim beshiva, and twenty-seven days after you salted it, ubatzim shloisha. The kids, sir, you have to look at the, ba- the the box before you eat it. If it's partially roasted, once it's, it's fully cooked, less said This is where the source of drinking schnapps with herring comes from. I'm making that up. If you don't drink beer with it, if you drink beer with it, there's no problem. We should really finish the pairing. Do we have a minute? What time is it? It says if you drink water when you're thirsty. What else do people drink water for? If you're choking, you drink water, so it's not for your pleasure. What broch do you make on water? This is where that guy got it, uh, whatever, the person from Manchester. This is... Look what everybody does. Everybody makes a shackle. So don't be different. If everybody doesn't say Shem Hashem's name in the Gemara, don't say Shem Hashem's name. Book. Uh, the cheek does not whiten. Whiten the 